If you stopped <laughs> off at Wendy's for a tasty burger and fries and found yourself eating fish and chips instead, you might be in the Dutch province of Zeeland, where they don't take kindly to expanding American fast food chains. Today, we're joined by special guest Jan Willem Hoodmakers to talk about the trademark battle of Wendy's versus Wendy's. This is Stuff You Should Know About IP. Today's episode of Stuff You Should Know About IP is brought to you by the Trademark Lawyer Magazine. If you want to stay up to date with everything that's going on in the world of IP and trademarks, go to www.trademarklawyermagazine.com. Each issue is free to read for up to eight weeks. That's trademarklawyermagazine.com for global news in the world of trademarks. Okay, Jan Willem, Tom, please. Yeah, let me let, let me us frame this on the story of okay. Wendy's versus Wendy's. Yeah, let me just frame this first. So, Wendy's. Most people watching have probably heard of one of the two Wendy's, probably the U.S. Wendy's, because they have like six thousand five hundred stores throughout the world. And in the seventies and mid eight, or by the mid eighties, Wendy's had a bunch of European stores. In fact. They had six in the Benelux region, which is the Belgium, Netherlands, and Luxembourg region. But they gave up their stores by the mid-80s. Oh, and by the way, they also had uh, trademark registrations, Benelux trademark registrations. And just to give you a quick background on that, in 1971, the Benelux nations adopted a trademark law, and it covers those three nations. So if you get a trademark in the Netherlands, it counts for Belgium and Luxembourg. And then in, in um, 1993, I think, I think November 1st, 1993, something like that, coincidentally in the Netherlands, the EU was formed. So those trademark registrations would then become EU trademark registrations. So in the 70s, Wendy's, the US Wendy's, had trademark registrations and stores in the Benelux region and in the Netherlands. In fact, I think they had one in Rotterdam at that time. But then they pulled yeah. out. Now, trademark rights, as you know by now, because you've probably watched dozens of our podcasts, trademark <laughs> rights flow from usage, right? And registration, but you have to be using it or you can't get a registration. When the U.S. Wendy's pulled out, there were no more, there was no more trademark registration there for them. So then in like 1988 or so, this totally wild guy named Raymond Warrens opens up a store to sell hamburgers and fish and chips and things like that in a town called, am I saying it right, Zealand? No, the town, the province is Zealand. The town is, town is Goose. 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 Okay, Goose. So he opens it sounds up a store. little bit like a goose, like the big bird. Right. So this is this little tiny town. It's like, I think it's like 35. Well, I think Zealand, the entire province only has like 37,000 people. And it's like this, this area of islands and peninsulas. It's to the far west of um, the Netherlands. I've been to the Netherlands like 30 or 40 times. I've never been there, never even heard of it until this podcast. So it's this little tiny place and this really tough like hair metal band guy. He's got a mullet, smokes a ton of cigarettes, and he's got this two-table restaurant named after his daughter, coincidentally, because that's what Dave Thomas, when he started, 
named after his daughter, uh, Melinda Lou, uh, named it Wendy's because she couldn't pronounce the word Melinda. She would call it Wenda. So he named it Wendy's. So they both named their restaurants after their daughters, right? And this guy, Raymond Warrens, is a no-nonsense, no-BS guy who does not like to be bullied. So Wendy's wants to get back into Europe, and they first file a registration, which Warrens opposes. Then they try to invalidate Warren's trademark so that it can't be used against them as they get the registration. Blah, blah, blah. Years, years, years. And here we are today with the Dutch court finally ruling mostly against the U.S. Wendy's saying that they won't invalidate the trademark Wendy's for fast food, but they do invalidate it for food, like actual food, just not fast food. So here we are, Jan Willem. You're a Dutch guy. I'm sure you're thrilled about this Dutch victory, the little guy over the big guy crushing the Americans. What do you think? Well, yeah, in, in a way, yes, because one of the, but I, I think looking at this, um, I have seen this kind of stuff happen before where a, a where the problem basically comes from, from cultural differences. Because I'm pretty sure that if U.S. Wendy's hadn't gone on all guns blazing, that they would have come to an amicable settlement. But because of the way they did it, which is as they basically, as I read in, in an interview with the, with the guy, where he said, well, it was basically the Americans came in with uh, shoot first, ask questions later, <laughs> and I just don't like to be bullied. So, and... And in fact, in, in some of the uh, uh, proceedings before the court, Wendy's even argued that he was only going after them and not other people who were using the, the name Wendy's because, well, because they basically brought it upon themselves by being, being so obnoxious in the first place. Oh, wait, so, uh, wait, so he, he, they, he was saying, or they were saying that he opposed the Wendy's trademark registration, but did not oppose other Wendy's-ish trademark registrations. Yes, and they say that, that essentially he's bullying them. Well, yeah, but that, that you don't really have that targeting, much credibility when them. you're that big. Right, yeah. yeah, targeting them, not bullying, targeting. But, yeah, but, but the, I mean, obviously he was targeting them because at first what they, what they had tried was that they said that he was not having a normal use of the trademark because he had only one, one store. Right. Yeah. And out of, out of three, now, out of three nations, right? I mean, one yeah. corner of the Netherlands, a little tiny town with a little tiny store and it's blocking Belgium and Luxembourg as well because of this Benelux trademark. Yeah. But if you look at the real history, is what this guy also said in court and what he argued, he says, look, I registered the trademark, I think it was 19, 1995. 1995. Yeah, he registered it in 1995 because he was actually thinking about opening another store. But then Wendy's came in and started bullying him. And that actually, because he, he feared losing this, and because of that, he didn't open another store. 
Ah, when he okay. won, now he won this case in two, 2017. And after that, he opened it, another store in Zierikzee, which was, which is also in Zeeland, by the way, but it's ah, okay. a little bit more, it's, it's quite close to Rotterdam. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where, where he said that, well, the reason I, do, I don't have a bigger empire is because of you guys make my life miserable. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. He doesn't have a bigger empire. I love it. You know, the other thing I love about this guy. Well, that's my translation. That's not right, what he right, said. Right. He, he's interviewed and he refers to the Wendy's lawyers as the CSI ladies. Yes, and he says they, they dress were... too well. <laughs> oh my yeah, goodness. they were. They looked very lawyer-like, apparently, and they, um, and that's where the the reference with like, oh, they think I'm sort of uh, just this farmer that they can that they can easily move to the side. Yeah, you know but, the and, things that thing that uh, that Trump that surprises me is this guy's store is really small in a really tiny part of the world, and Wendy's has sixty five hundred stores. You'd think they would have just gone in and just started by buying his store. You know, I mean, they, they could have made him an offer he couldn't refuse. They could have just brought a big suitcase full of money, maybe yeah. had Raymond Reddington from uh, Blacklist do it. And he could have walked in with his bag of money and, and said, you know, take the money or else. And they would have been gone. But and then, like you said, he wouldn't have gotten his back up because he wouldn't have been being bullied. He would have been instead been being sucked up to and giving him a whole bunch of money. And then he goes out, you know, he's just happy. He's made a huge victory instead of having to defend himself. But apparently they didn't approach it that way. Yeah, or they could have said, um, well, we really appreciate your, uh, uh, that you have this trademark. And of course we don't want to take it away from you, but uh, would you really mind if we started our Wendy's? Because I don't think this would be a big problem. And yeah, except so, so uh, sort of yeah. a, a consenting to uh, to this double registration and arguing in that case in the beginning, which by the way they did argue later in appeal and they tried to that the that the the brands were un, or the goods were different different enough that they should allow to have both of them registered, but the courts didn't buy that. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the other thing, the other thing that that surprises me is they're extremely different marks when you look at the whole logo, right? Yeah. Because yeah, so there's words, there's you know images, and then there's these logos or composite marks which are comprised of words and images, and they're very different. No one would ever confuse them. I mean, the U.S. Wendy's has the little girl with the pigtails and the freckles, yeah. and and the other one's just Wendy's with a couple lines around it, but. So what I was thinking, what I'm wondering, and, and I don't know EU trademark law, but I'm wondering why Wendy's doesn't simply start opening up stores in the EU and not get a registration. Just start opening stores with the Wendy's mark because, and then take it, let, let Raymond Warren sue them for trademark infringement, which he would lose because there's no likelihood of confusion. There's, they're absolutely different marks. No one would ever confuse the two, but they haven't done that apparently. I have a question. Does well, the EU... uh, why... Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I, does the EU have common law trademarks? Like, if you just start using it, I don't know if I'm getting the definition of the common law. No, no, right. No, that's right. In the US, you have it. common law rights. Yeah, you could yeah. just start using. In fact, 
Trademark rights in the U.S. flow from usage more than registration. And I think in the EU, it's more like you have to have usage to get registration, but you need registration. But I'm not an EU trademark lawyer. What do you think, Jan Willem? Well, I'm not an EU trademark lawyer, but there is one subtle difference here is that they were trying to get a registration in the EU. Yes. Now, the Benelux, the Benelux is only a registration for Belgium, the Netherlands, and Luxembourg. But Belgium, the Netherlands, and Luxembourg each are members of the EU. Yeah. So if so basically this trademark in the Benelux conflicts with an EU trademark. Now that said, it is it is not possible to get a trademark in the Netherlands or Belgium or Luxembourg alone. You have to have a Benelux trademark because they set it up for that in a practical way. They didn't think that for each country that would be yeah, that's uh, that would yeah, be so too in much work. Yeah, so in 1971, have... they all abandoned their own tra national trademark programs, no, right? No, not all. No, they didn't. no, no. You can those three. You can still file those three. Nobody did it. Yes, the, those three abandoned that. And they all decided they're going to still... have one. Yeah. Yeah. So they have the Benelux trademark office and they will take care of it. Gotcha. Now, yeah. this doesn't go for France, Germany and a lot of the other countries in the EU. So Wendy's is completely free to file a trademark in Germany, France, and Italy, and, and have uh, stores there. That's really not a problem. My hunch is, my hunch is, is that what they did is that they filed this EU trademark that they didn't do the research but just thought like, oh, well, we'll just file it and we'll see what happens. And if somebody is uh, objecting, we will bully them out of it. Mm. And then you got this, and I, it's, it's likely that this might have been the mistake of an individual trademark lawyer at Wendy's who didn't do his job properly. And when, when things got bad and there turned out to be a conflict, that instead of saying, how can we solve this amicably? Right, what, right. What they did is that they went in all guns blazing, just not in order not to lose face. Oh, right. And then they went on the they went online and they saw a picture of the Wendy's and Raymond Warren's and thought, oh, this is a little tiny two-table shop. This chain smoking, mullet wearing, heavy metal band listening to guy is going to not have the money to defend and he'll just cave. But you said, JW, that this is a very unique part of the Netherlands, right? You said that these are well, very nice people, but they can be stubborn. Yes, it is. They, they are known to be stubborn and they, they, have, this, they have this very strong sense of, of justice and they don't like to be bullied. So yeah. in that respect, I like these it, people. And, <laughs> but, but, but you know what, you know what it is, it, it has to do, um, I think the way they felt is that, um, yeah, I, I, it, it reminds me a bit of that movie, My Cousin Vinny, you know, uh -huh. where, I, yeah, Joe uh, Pesci, uh, um, who was yeah. the, who was, who was the woman, Marissa Tomei, Marissa Tomei, yeah, yeah, and, but there is also, there is sort of this corporate, 
folks, uh, I think there was also a murder involved, if I remember correctly. Yeah, but what, yeah. is, what happens there is that it's like, oh, we will just walk over these uh, small town lawyers and uh, and that really fires them up to do, to do the best defense that they can have. And I yeah. think this is a similar is a similar case uh, here. Yeah, I think I think you're right. You know, the funny thing is the response from people. So my first thought was, well, that really that's too bad for the Benelux region because if they can keep Wendy's out, and again, I would just start putting stores up and let them sue me for trademark infringement and see if they can prove likelihood of confusion with those totally different marks. But let's say they could keep Wendy's out. I thought that's too bad for um, the Benelux region because I love Wendy's. You know, I mean, you got to have the Wendy Burke because it's fun it's a great experience. And because of a little tiny, you know, uh, town in a place that probably most people in the Netherlands have never even been to, you can't have Wendy's anywhere in Belgium and Luxembourg and most of the Netherlands. And then I read online all this hate mail that, that Raymond Warrens was getting from people basically telling him, just go away. You know, we want Wendy's. We want the real Wendy's, like all caps R-E-A-L. We want the real Wendy's here. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because that's exactly how I thought. I'm like, that's too bad. You can't get Wendy's. In fact, I'm so excited about Wendy's. After this podcast, I'm going to Wendy's. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, unfortunately, I can't. Yeah, right. Exactly. Don't eat a burger for me. <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna FedEx a burger to you, although it might not be oh. good by then. But no, yeah, unfortunately, might, you might can't. You have, right. <laughs> See, I want to go to the Dutch Wendy's. Oh, I'd love to. Next time we're the... I've been there now after doing this podcast, and I want yeah, to meet this guy. Yeah, well, how? What your town is Maastricht? Yeah, it's near Maastricht. Yeah. How far Very is central. that? How long will that take you by car? to get to Raymond Warren's place? At least two hours. Oh, two hours. But you know, in the US, two hours is nothing. Oh yeah, in yeah, yeah, in the US it's nothing. From here yeah, it yeah. is actually, because I'm all the way in the east of the Netherlands and Hoos is all the way in the in the west. west. Right, so but it, you basically have the breadth of the Netherlands that you are talking country. about. Yeah, yeah. Right, but the whole country. In, but in two hours, you could be sitting at one of his two tables, listening yes. to that hair metal band watching him chain smoke his cigarettes and eating the Wendy burger. Uh, yeah, possibly. And I don't know if, if it's a good burger. It would be interesting to find out. But yeah, I, uh, yeah. How, is it close just, to Amsterdam? Because Amsterdam is no, very no, much no. north, right? Amsterdam is more north from here. Oh, this southwest. Um, this is, yeah, it's, it's slightly north of here because we are really very south in the Netherlands. You would have to go up about yeah, you're basically say, 50 kilometers, and then all the way, all the way to, uh, and then all the way to the west part of the Netherlands. So that's gotcha. where. Uh, well, you and Joe are, are going to have to. You're going to have to jump in the car and go introduce yourselves to Raymond Warrens. Yeah, and and I will point this out. I will point out the podcast to him. That's right. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. And then you know you can let him know that if he's ever in the U.S., I'll treat him to a Wendy burger. Okay, a I will real, tell him that. A real Wendy burger. <laughs> well, I think he might actually, he might have had those because I have been to Wendy's when they were still here. Oh, in oh the yeah, 80s. okay. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. By the way, that was one of the accusations that Wendy's in the US made is that he did it in bad faith. Like 
He knew yes. all about Wendy's. And then as soon as they left, he opened up Wendy's just because he wanted to leverage their name. But he does have a yeah, daughter named having Wendy. Having a daughter named Wendy, it, I feel that like. Helps. Yeah, and not only that, they also argued, they also argued that, his, uh, that the decor that he had was sort of um, Ameri- U.S. looking, yeah. American looking, and they had an American flag and those kind of things, which... Hmm. They thought was too much like Wendy's, but the guy, but the guy could easily defend himself on that and say, "Look, I bought this cafe from someone else, and it already looked like that." Right, right. And oh, by yeah. the way, my daughter's name is Wendy. Dave <laughs> Thomas's daughter's name is not Wendy. Is it even Wendy, yeah. It's Melinda. Uh, ah, yeah, yeah. It's Melinda well, Lou or something like that. So, dude, I have a daughter named Wendy. So, come on, back off. So anyway, I think, but yeah, the, I think the, the other, to be honest, reading about it, I thought that the the arguments that Big Wendy's made were not very strong, because they try to when you try to make arguments um, about bad faith and uh, confusion, and then later on say, oh well, we think we could coexist because there is not likely going to be confusion. Even if that's factually correct, yeah, I don't think the courts generally like it if you first argue one way and then the exact opposite. And when the the arguments about bad faith, if it's bad faith, you have to really prove that it is bad faith. And the guy could very easily defend him himself. Raymond uh, Raymond was saying like, well, well um, your argument that I don't have any more stores. I have only one store. Well, I wanted to expand, which is why I registered the trademark. But then you guys came with all those lawsuits. And I was like, let's hold off on that a little bit. Right. Right. But also, also, though, I don't see I mean, I don't think it's a bad case that Raymond Warrens has. Wendy's left. They left. Exactly. They left. They abandoned their trademark. And it was open. It was wide open then. And he has a kid named Wendy. And oh, by the way, it's not like he copied the ponytail or the the uh, pigtail no, girl. He has a totally different logo. I don't see how it's not totally in Raymond Warren's favor to keep his trademark. What I my position would be, Wendy's should be able to get trademark registration on the composite mark that contains the graphics as well. Because yeah, there's no likelihood of confusion. Would... You know yeah, what I mean? That I sounds they... obvious. Yeah. And 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 war and the other side is just start going in there and putting up stores, you know, because there's no likelihood of confusion. But they definitely, I don't see why Raymond Warrens would lose his trademark. I mean, he's doing everything right. He's using his trademark in commerce at his little two-table store. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and he didn't he... create the Benelux laws. He did not create the laws that say that when you have a Benelux trademark, it counts in three countries. Now, if he really yeah. wanted to start trolling Wendy's, he would put a picture of a little blonde girl with pigtails up on, <laughs> up on his billboard. Yeah, and oh, yeah by the way, well, I grew up looking at, you know, uh, the little Dutch girl, you know, images, and they always had pigtails. So maybe uh, you could stick- Yeah, well, uh, oh, this is... I can I can add something to that as well because those pigtails and the the white um, yeah it's not a hat but yeah it's kind of like a sailor it. a boat hat or something yeah well that is coming from the province of Zeeland as well 
Ah, yeah. So he, he could have maybe done that. But here's the thing. He didn't. They're two totally different trademarks other than the name. But visually, they're totally different. I don't even know what we're fighting about, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I, I really, I honestly, I think that this is, this is sort of um, some guy's corporate ego got in the way. And he was like, oh, we're going to crush them. And he ran and into the wrong guy with Raymond Ward. He ran into the wrong guy. The other thing that he wow. didn't know, and this is why if you if you try to do this kind of lawsuits in another country, you should get advice from local lawyers. Yes, yeah. you are so right. Yeah. It is very important <laughs> that you do that because they these Dutch lawyers would tell you if you go to court and you lose... You don't just lose the cost, the cost of your lawyer, but you typically also have to pay for the cost of the winning party. Wow, yeah. That's it. Yeah, in the US that could happen, but it's not typical. You're it's saying it's typical. typical. It's typical in, in, it's uh, typical. in Dutch courts. Yes, well, which is why if you come from a, from a US perspective, you can think, oh, I'm going to sue this guy out of court because my money will run out a lot later than his. Yes, right. But in this case, because in the Netherlands, they have more of a, yeah, a feeling that you also should protect the little guy. I, I think actually you have this one, this one um, video wherein you told about your client who in the end prevailed, but he, uh, but then yes. he said, yeah, but what did I, what did I win? Because basically yes. it cost me a shitload of money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the only thing I have is that I can continue doing which I was doing before. Exactly. And yeah. I'm, I'm thrilled that you brought that up for two reasons. One, you're, you're right. And two, I'm glad you're watching my videos. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know I do. <laughs> hey, here's a funny video story. Uh, one of our coworkers had a holiday party yesterday. I show up and this woman is looking at me funny, right? And she says, do you do training videos? <laughs> she said, I just watched you on video today. Oh my goodness. That's yeah, so it's funny. That so anyway, all the time. Yeah, I love it. So anyway, you're right. That's exactly right. In the US, you can a lot of times beat the person down financially. And it's, I don't think it's as normal to give attorney's fees as it is in the Dutch courts. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so in that case, that's why for Raymond Warren, even though he has only a relatively small business, and typically these cases, it, it is cheaper to go to court in the Netherlands than in the US. But he manages to do this and not lose too much money. He will have to pay his lawyer beforehand. Yeah, because there's no no cure, no problem. Right. In that yeah, you, that's you not to, allowed. Right, you have to front the money and then hope you get it back, yeah. but it's more likely to get it back in, in Dutch courts. Yeah. And by the so, way, this is this is good a good example. We do these videos that we call Colson rules, and it's basically like a minute and a half of some topic that's of interest. And we did one and we referenced that IP, intellectual property, is sometimes referred to as the great equalizer. Like in the Wild West in the US, the Colt 45 was the great equalizer. You know, you could be five feet seven, thin, and go up against a guy who's six foot four with a gun, it's a great equalizer. Everyone's the same height when you have the Colt 45. 
And in many ways, Raymond Warren's is proving that, right? Because he has the great equalizer, the trademark registration. So he's one little guy in a small shop in a little town, and he's standing up against 6,500 stores, right? Because he's got yeah. the great equalizer, the trademark. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. That's, uh, I think uh, he's, and, and for him, uh, which is what he says, it became just a matter of principle. I don't want to be bullied. Yeah, I, it's, it's really kind of a, a noble thing, right? You know, if he, I, I told you before we started, it seems very American. You know, he's not American, but it's like no. Americans <laughs> tend to like to think of themselves as, oh, we don't take anything from anybody, you know, going back to like the Revolutionary War days. But it's a mentality that I think resonates well with Americans, except that it's Wendy's and everybody likes, likes the Wendy's burger. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, you can't have everything in this world. You can still have Burger King know, and McDonald's and Domino's because they're spreading all over Europe. Yeah, but keep, keep in mind that in a, a lot of companies which are, which are actually good companies, when you deal with their legal department, sometimes, sometimes uh, things get ugly. You're right. You're right. Sometimes they don't have perspective. Yeah, and they, yeah. they don't, they're not in, they're not necessarily aligned with the business, but they just like, okay, they, they only follow policies. So right, right. Yeah. Well, we're thrilled that you joined us today, Jan Willem. Thanks for joining us, Jan Willem. And for yeah, everyone listening, welcome. if you enjoyed this podcast on Wendy's versus Wendy's, and you're probably craving burgers like we all are. <laughs> Uh, before you go out and get your burger, don't forget to like and share this podcast and leave a comment, share your thoughts, um, and let us know which you prefer, which Wendy's you want. Okay, thanks, everyone. All right, see ya.